Could use another drink, Shaft. How about you? Oh, hell yeah, I can use uh, two or three more. Especially if I gotta listen to another story about how fast Falzerin can swim. Well, mayhaps he could tell us instead about what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. Shown the only way through the city's safety shell by way of a magic ring. Drake explains how the security system works as the light from two anchor points begins to flicker. Splitting up, the party rushes into the Elder's Keep to investigate anchor number one, and Dreg heads to anchor number two in the Knowledge Center. Discovering a deep scion attack, the party learns of Geneva's betrayal, and fail to keep the anchor running at full strength. From their vantage point at the top of the keep, the party sees that Dreg must be having similar troubles, as the second anchor's light completely extinguishes. It appears Falzerin has bought the next round and is headed this way. Ah, and the adventure continues. So you are all, the party is racing to the Knowledge Center now, or what's going on? We are going to at least stop in the ballroom and see if we can find the B-team. Where are you at, B-team? Okay. Uh, down these kind of sets of spiral staircases to the ground floor. And you're able to make your way to the ballroom. And again, you still, as you near closer, you hear uh, that chorus of voices still going on. Obviously, everyone in here very unaware of what has just transpired, like two floors above them. And you kind of walk in and, and you see a, quite a large cluster. Actually, there seems to be more people here than there was even at the, the party. It uh, seems like people have come here seeking ty some type of refuge. There are a few number of people that are quite vocal, but many of the people are kind of posing questions to nobody it seems you know like wh where are the elders like what is going on what what action is happening what do we do now and they don't seem to notice really your your presence as you enter okay um doesn't seem like there's anyone in charge or no it seems very disorganized uh, there's quite a few people that seem to be borderline panicky uh, what i've done in the past is let loose an eldritch blast to get everyone's attention <laughs> not sure how well received that would be <laughs> is there anybody standing around that looks like they're wearing the same clothes that our B team was wearing, A team was wearing? <laughs> yeah, they got they got jerseys. The, yeah, the the A team was kind of clad. In, it's not like they were, they weren't mat wearing like a uniform or anything. They weren't wearing matching robes. Or there was various colors. Uh, but yeah, everyone in here is dressed very similarly, as similar as everyone else that you've interacted or walked past in the street in Heracleon. Hmm. Um, so I guess Falzern will will just raise his voice and, and try and shout over the cacophony and, and get everyone's attention. Uh, uh, hello? Uh, does anyone does anyone know what's going on here? Where where are the backup people for the incantations that that are suspending this dome? Yeah, quiet downs a little bit, and you see kind of everyone looking around, like looking to the person to their left and to their right, uh, and nobody seems to, nobody comes forward and saying, yeah, it's me. Nobody, everyone's kind of silent and, and confused. So, so nobody here knows how to perform any of the incantations. The, the dome is, is coming down. It's the only thing protecting our city right now. One, one man kind of steps up. Oh, son, if we knew how to deal with this, then we would all be out there doing what we could. We're all just as confused as you are. You might have to be out there defending the city sooner than you think, sir. Yes, and um, outside the front gates, there's a large collection of, of people who are trying to lay siege on the city, and, and this, this dome could come down any time. We, we need to find the people who are responsible for, who have had the training to be able to, to keep this dome up. 
Does anybody have any idea who that might be, where we could find them? Well, have you spoken to the elders? I mean, they haven't shown their face since we've arrived. Where are they? Where's Alamar? Alamar has left the city. Yes, we've we've heard we've heard tell that he was last seen outside of the city gates before all of this started. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. Well, then who is in charge? What, what about Gundar, uh, Sybil, Keek, where, where, Geneva? I haven't seen Gundar, Sybil, or Keek. Have you guys seen the other elders? Uh, as I said, I mean, we all, all arrived here when 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 this strange dome went up and. We've just been here arguing since. So while they're doing that, I'm going to look at that note. You unfold it, and it, it looks like it looks like it's like a page that's torn from a book. And it is written in a language that you do not understand. So as Falzern's talking to the group, I look at it, I look over at Shakara, knowing that she knows how to read a lot of different languages, and I'll sort of hold it up over to her, like, what's this? Is it by any chance in common or draconic? It is written in Sylvan. Oh, frickin' Sylvan. Not now, Shaft, we have bigger concerns. I fold it up, put it in my pocket. These people do not know what is going on. We best try... Where else could the B-team be? Or should we just head for the Knowledge Center? I say we go to the Knowledge Center. We gotta find out what's going on down there. Maybe you can heal somebody up. Yeah, that that might be our best plan. Well, well, everyone, there's there's a beam. There's two beams. One of them is in the top of this keep, and both of these beams supply this protective dome. And they require five trained wizards to perform incantations. There's only one remaining up on top of this keep right now. If if any of you feel like you might be able to go up and help and observe the incantation being sustained up there. We need four more. The rest of us, we're going to check on the other beam that has just went down over at the Knowledge Center. And you, the man that was piping up and speaking to you, he kind of talks his head a little bit, gives you a bit of a nod, and he turns to the crowd and, and picks three other people and takes them and then hustles them the direction that you four entered this room to try to help in some way. Okay, nice. Okay, we'll head out to the Knowledge Center, and on the, as we turn to go, I'm going to drink a health potion real quick. As will Falzern. Hey, yeah, any of you that want to down any potions, you can certainly do so on the way. Um, as I see Falzern looking rough drinking his health potion, I'm going to cautiously touch him, as I didn't want to do before. His robe? I, I have to touch his robe, Ew. and I'll give him uh, eight health points using my healing hands. Thank you, Mia. I, I appreciate it. And you take ten points dirt damage. <laughs> <laughs> stank, stank damage. And then I drink a healing potion because um, since I leveled up, I can like top up my hit points, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're maximum increase, but you don't uh, increase what you had. So yeah, you can certainly top up. And stepping out uh, into like out of the keep. You can feel now the full effects of the storm, even through the dome that is still up. The, the crack of thunder kind of nearly deafening over the brilliance of lightning that lances through the night sky. Kind of matched only, though, by the, the red flashes of cannon fire that rain down on the city now, immolating buildings and frantic wizards alike. And as you hustle 
and arrive at the the knowledge center this kind of front line that is formed you know becoming more and more visible and picking out more details uh, you can see that the city's very elegantly crafted gate has been completely blasted from its hinges blown inward now a steady stream of these cultists deep scions and drowned pour through its ruins only to be met by a rallying force of Heracleonians returning their own <laughs> magical fire. Rays of frost and fireballs, chromatic orbs, everything they have to keep this invading force at bay. My people. Dozens of wizards they mm -hmm. see are continuously exiting the, the knowledge center. Uh, and as you pass them, each of them kind of donning what looks like an oversized quiver. The tightly rolled ends of scrolls kind of poking out from, from the top of them. Oh, quiver full of scrolls. Cool. So they're all running away from the Knowledge Center, though. That's not good. They're leaving the Knowledge Center, and they are going towards south, towards the gate, towards the battle. Okay, does it look like they're leaving, like, evil from within the Knowledge Center? That's what I'm... Do you know what I mean? I think that they're going to go fight. Okay. They're not, like, screaming, there's bad guys in there, huh? No, no, no. They, they, are, they are obviously moving with haste and uh, towards the front, this front line. Is the light, the knowledge center, beam out? It is, yeah. Let's go in. And go in and look for uh, Drake. Yeah, let's let's be quick. And, and if we can't do anything with this beam, I, maybe we can help. And inside you see still uh, clusters of people, much like in the, in the keep, clusters of people that have come here to take refuge. Uh, many of them still those students that you saw earlier today that were researching the Kraken by Alamar's behest. You see, though, the, the library in that shaft has taken quite a liking to pushing this long library cart coming from the back. Now, though, this cart is cleared of books and it's now carrying more of those oversized quivers as she's frantically handing them to anybody that will take them as they're, you know, the, the, the acceptance are now turning and, and booking it out the door down to the fight. And she sees the four of you hurriedly kind of pushing the cart over just shoves a quiver right into Falzerin's hands and gestures to the rest of you. Thanks, thank the gods you've come back again. Can, can the rest of you use these? And she holds up a quiver, offering one to each of the rest of you. I take one. I'll, I'll do what one. I can. You can each get a quiver. So, in these scroll quivers, there are six scrolls. One scroll of mage armor. One scroll of shield. One scroll of hold person. One scroll of Sleet Storm, one scroll of Fireball, and one scroll of Magic Missile at a second level. Ooh. Actually, now is a good time. I'm going to reach into my bag of holding and pull out my scroll of Guiding Bolt and say, Mia, I think you can you can probably make better use of this than I can. Here, you can have this. Uh, what is it? You can't use it? It's a scroll of Guiding Bolt. I can, but... You're probably better at using it than I would be. Oh, okay. Um, um, here, here, take my scroll of fireball. You're here much better at throwing fireball than I am. Thank you. I'll turn to the librarian after I take the scroll. Where is the beam? Where are the ritual casters? Well, they're on the, the fifth floor. Uh, I've said Dreg was, has been up there for quite some time to, to make sure it's still functioning. How's it looking outside? I... I've not had a chance to, to even peek. I've been so busy in here. The beam has come down. Oh my goodness, I, I have not heard anything from above. Are you here to, to help with the beam? Yes, yes, we will go check that first. 
Please, please, take, take that, that flight of stairs in the east corner all the way to the top. Okay, who's going first? You, Shikara? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll okay, I'll go behind you. I'll stop and say, this could be our last night together. Get those scrolls handed out, and I'll come back and see you later. Don't stand me up again this time. <laughs> Ooh, you stood her up? <laughs> Buddy. I, I just smile and wink at her and then run up the steps. <laughs> As you approach up these stairs, you hear the yelling and that familiar high-pitched screech of uh, Deep Scion from this hallway, just on the other side of this, these large double doors that open up into basically the peak of this knowledge center now you've, you've gotten to. Shakara, first, you open the doors into this roughly 60 by 60 foot room with this large glass steeped roof. It's like, uh, basically, it's like a solarium. The walls and roof of it are completely made of glass. You see Dreg facing your direction, his arms up in the air in front of him. Beads of sweat are just pouring down his face. Three deep scions are lashing out at him, the, the claws and their teeth seem to be stopping inches from him as they slam up against some invisible barrier. Behind him, you see the second anchor that it's, it is motionless. Its sections are no longer turning, zero light pouring from it. Two robed bodies lay at its base, blood soaking their robes. One dead deep scion lays at the feet of Elder Keek as he's slinging spells at three more that advance on him. All of this, of course, on the other side of this barrier that Dreg has thrown up. Seven, no, eight more people in robes huddle behind Keek, kind of letting loose their own magical blast at the Scions, doing what they can as well to keep their claws and blood-dripped teeth from tearing into them. And well, let's roll initiative again. 16 for Shakara. 12 for Falzern. 20 for Mia, not natural. 16 for Shaft. So Shaft and Shakara, you can decide which one of you would like to act first. You can go first. You were uh, up in front on the stairs. You want in the door first. Okay. You said the whole ceiling is glass? This whole room is the walls and the ceiling. It's like this big uh, steeped ceiling, so up to a point at the top of it. All glass. And you can see above you uh, still the light of the dome looking very, very translucent. And uh, the, the, the you know the rainfall of the storm making forming puddles on the on the glass roof itself is it just streams of it rolling down it. Do we see this wall that that uh, Dreg has created, or is it just an invisible force? Doesn't look like there's anything there. Just you just see the the deep science swipes and claws just bouncing, rebounding off of what seems to be nothing. And this room also seems to be like some type of storage room. There's there's uh, large crates all over the place. You can actually see past at the very far end of the room, there's what looks like empty bookshelves. Uh, very, very kind of clustered. There's lots of dust around as if like n no one's been up here or really used this space in a number of years. And uh, Mia, you are the first in initiative. Okay, well, Mia's gonna do what she can and she's going to upcast Call Lightning and there's going to be a storm appearing over this glass ceiling. I'm assuming I can call lightning through the glass ceiling as we... You certainly can, yeah. Yes, that that was a, um, a good call. Okay, so um, upcasting, uh, <laughs> upcasting in stormy conditions outside adds a d10. Does this count or are you calling it no because we're inside? For you to no no so for you to get the benefit of the outside storm, you would have to put your cloud up and above the dome itself. 
So you can, and you've seen rainfall and lightning pass through already. Yep. And would it impose any disadvantages to calling the lightning through the ceiling? Definitely not, no. Okay, so then upcasting it and it being outside in a storm, that is going to be... Is that 5d10? 6. 6d10 damage. Wow, okay. Each time I call lightning. Okay. Oh, crap. Yeah. Fry them. Are you using your last level... Level th- That's my fourth. No, slot? I don't have any third level spots, so I have to do my f- fourth level. Yeah, and I just got that slot from leveling up, so. So no sending. So there's a big, uh, big storm brewing overhead. There's six deep scions here, Bill. Stop thinking about sending. <laughs> don't think about the only way we're getting off this island. Think about what's happening right now. Oh, sorry. It's only five d ten because it's normally three d ten. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, we have to survive first before we can even think about getting off the island. Um. So everyone has to make a dex save. The DC is sixteen. I am going to shoot it at Mister Deep Scion four because I think everyone within five feet of that point. So that would hit all three of them. It would hit D one, D four, D six. Three guys right in front of Dreg. So yeah, that's five d ten. Uh, it looks like we got a 22, a 17, and a 10 for deck saves. So two passes and a fail. Okay, the total damage is 27, 31. Wow. I rolled a 10 and a 9. So, And then I do have to maintain concentration with this spell, just so you know. It's up to 10, minute, 10 minutes, though. Okay. Next, Shakara. The um, scrolls that were given to us, the scroll cases, do they have a, like sling i can just sling it over my arm yeah it's like a quiver absolutely you could throw it over and uh you see the tips of them are labeled basically they're kind of color coded as well okay so i got that slung slung of my arm i'm gonna put my hands out thumbs together fingers spread and i'm going to do burning hands another deck save yes nice Ooh, that's gonna be a 16 a six and a four one save then that is, ow, that was a bad roll. It's only five damage on 3d6. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're rolling like <laughs> Falzerin. Yeah. Ugh. Actually, I'm rolling like Emily is what most of my friends would say. <laughs> well, we're not your friends, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> At least I thought that was the insinuation there. I, don't know. I thought that was a bit of a dig, so. <laughs> well, my friends would say I roll like me. <laughs> Most of my local friends. Oh. Is that better? Is that better? <laughs> Just putting pins in my heart there, Emily. That was supposed to be so much better. This, it looks like the same one that failed avoiding the lightning strike takes the full brunt of your burning hands. But the other two Cinched are able to able to brace themselves, yes. Shaft. Moving straight up. Gonna take old D1 here on the map. That would be a 17 to hit. Yeah. Seven points of damage, and he's been hit, so I get Colossus Slayer. That would be another five, so 13 points of damage to him. Or 12. (laughs) Got it. Damn it. (laughs) No, I just just couldn't add. Okay, uh, I'm going to go. He's still up, so I'm going to hit him again. Uh, 17 to hit. 11 points of damage. Ooh, there you go. Nice job. Still up. Still kicking. Okay, last attack. Uh, that's a 22 to hit with 11 points of damage. There you go. Down. First deep sign 
Vanquished. Bye. <laughs> See you never. Now, Dreg, seeing the four of you, you see him lower his hands and he turns away from the two that are still on him. He turns to one of the advancing scions on Keek and just lets loose a magic missile. You see four of these tiny darts jet out towards him. All four, of course, making contact. 14 points of damage. Fallsy. I think Falzrin will move up uh, just a short distance here and he's gonna he's going to use the scroll of fireball if my math is right I should be able to hit all of these deep scions because it's a uh, 20 foot radius so a 40 foot diameter nice will it yeah. damage the where are you sent where are you centering this holy shit dude you're gonna hit everybody in this room where are you centering it Keep in mind, this room is only 20 feet wide, so a 40-foot diameter. That ain't much yeah. room on the outside of it to get out of this blast. But I'm going to hopefully spare Keek and all of the guys huddled in the uh, uh, corner here. So you can ha- you can shield how many people? So four. That's not too bad. So I could do drag, Shakara, Shaft. Well, I can miss Keek if I center it far enough to the south. Uh, east corner. I'm right right. next to you. So yeah, I guess maybe I can't get all the deep signs, but I'm going to try and hit as many of them as possible. I could could include Keek, and I've got four people I can sculpt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we do that? Um, And I think that should miss the people cowering in the corner. Is that fair? Looks good. So you're going to protect Keek, Dreg, Shaft, and Shakara. And you will hit all five remaining deep science. Very nice job. Yeah, he's slow on the start, but he was calculating. He was, you know, he was figuring out all the specs. Okay, so the four sculpted are completely protected, and all five of these deep science will roll a dexterity saving throw. So all but one failed. All but one failed. Okay. So 30 damage total. It's about stinking time. Which one took the 15 damage? Deep science five resisted. Well, he was on the edge of the flames, so yeah, it's easier to, to dodge it. Well done. Uh, Keek is up next, and you see him just recoil against this fireball, but then so- realize that he has been protected. And he also just flings a uh, magic missile at the closest deep scion, which would be five. Ten points. Not too bad. And the deep scion's finally acting, completely closing in on Keek and some of these ritual casters. And the two that are between Shaft and Shakara and Dreg, they turn to Dreg and focus their attention on the caster. Deep Sign 4 will just lay in to Dreg with two claws and a bite. That's actually only only gonna be two hits. Ooh, minimal damage. That a boy Dreg. Total of 10 from both. But the second Deep Sign again does the same thing. Only one hit. Wow. boy, Dreg. <laughs> For little boy in robes. It's all right. He's bobbing and weaving. Dodging all those attacks. Back to the top with Mia. I am going to... How, how's everyone looking? Oh, these these scions, they look... They look burnt. They look... <laughs> their, what, their tentacle hair is kind of standing in a little frizzy on end from your electric, your call lightning. <laughs> Very Einsteinian. 
Okay, I'm going to pick a point to call lightning between D3 and D5. So like right around there where they're both five feet away. But I'm sparing Keek. Okay. And so that is 5D10. Oof. One will pass and one will fail. The DC is 16. Yeah, one got an 18 one got a 7. Okay. And the damage is 26. Luckily, the one that passed still up and uh, Defiant 5 here, which seemed to be in the, some of the best shape, takes the brunt of your lightning. I will uh, I will take one step forward though and put myself in front of Falzer and try to like protect him. And in the brilliance of your call lightning you see a, a kind of across the room these, these strange looking shadows in an instance like these long elongated flailing tentacles mounted on bulbous forms and through the crashed glass from your lightning strike float in what looked like floating oh, what looked like floating brains with with beaks on them and their bodies are just ten long spindly tentacles. What the hell? Stop cheating, Leland. Should have had me cast my spiritual weapon. Frick. They just float right down. They're on our side, right? They float down to the anchor. <laughs> they float down to the anchor itself, and you see all three of them wrap each and every one of their tentacles around it, and they begin to lift it up into the air. What? They only get it about a foot off the ground. It seems to be quite heavy, but they now have a hold of the anchor. Shakara. You fudge oh, muffins. Man. Um, how high up in the air are these guys? So they're about 15 feet in the air now. Oh, shit, so I can't even hit them with my sword. It's spell time. I should have freaking cast my hammer. Well, which I'm going to leave up to you. I'm going to come up here next to Drag so I can be next to him. And then I'm going to attack these two um, Scions. Okay, I will attack. Which one looks more hurt? They both look pretty, pretty, pretty hurt. (laughs) Pretty even keeled, both of them. Attack uh, six first, the one on my right. And that is a 22 to hit. That hits. 11 points of damage. Still standing. And I'll hit him again. Does a 16 hit him? It does. 10 points of damage. And that is enough to take him down. And then I will go over next to Dreg. As your sword kind of cuts through D6, it actually slices through him and bites into Deep Scion 4. Yay for Cleave! Just a tiny little bit. Nice. Everybody loves Cleave. Shaft, you're up. Okay, I'm going to uh, take on D4 here, the the one that just got a little cleave action. And that's a 13 to hit. Ooh, that is a miss. Okay, second attack, 12 to hit. (laughs) Hit him! Third attack, there we go, 20. There you go. 12 points of damage. Okay, wow, very good hit. Good enough hit? Not quite, but damn close. All right, so then I'm going to move. I'm going to move over and jump up on this box here so that I have escaped the horde, which means opportunity attacks against me are made with disadvantage. Nice. Uh, Disadvantage is uh, adjusted 20. Shit. Crap. For seven slashing. This deep sign lashes one claw in retaliation against you. Dang. 
So I jump up on that box. So the how how tall how high is that box? Oh, this crate's like maybe four feet off the ground. You can easily get up there. Okay. Dreg up next. Oh man, what the hell is a Dreg gonna do? <laughs> he's going to. He's actually going to back up from this scion that is engaged with himself and Shakara. Luckily, it's already used this reaction against Shaft, so he avoids an attack of opportunity. And he is just going to protecting the anchor. You see, Draggy just at one of uh, at this one of these. Th- these things are called Grell, just for the sake of it. One of these floating brain things, the very first one, causing it to make a charisma saving throw, which it fails. And you see it just blink out of existence, kind of this uh, this swirl of smoke around it as it is banished. And the two remaining Grell holding on this anchor, they sag and dip, and the anchor cl- clunks back to the floor with their tentacles still wrapped around it. Fawzi. I really like that, because now they're back on the floor. So Falzerin is going to cast Fireball again. And I should be able to get these Grell now that they're down at ground level, right? Well, they're not quite at ground level. They're hovering. They're still about 10, 10 feet in the air. That's okay. I think I feel like they're not strong enough with just two of them to do it, to take this anchor anywhere. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Fireball, kind of basically the same uh, way I did it last time, uh, same location. Ten, ten feet, though, certainly uh, you can catch them, especially even some of their lower extremities in it. Absolutely. I mean, you have to think like a normal-sized human, say, would get a completely engulfed by a fireball, at least. But there's nothing to say that you couldn't position it higher, either. The same spot, though, uh, two of the three Deep Scions up near Keek have moved out of that radius. Guard Keek and the one caster, and not guard me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can do four. So, Keek, Drag, Shaft, if he's in it. He's in it. And then one of the dudes. Yeah. Oh, so Shaft's actually not in it, so... Yeah, Shaft, up on the, up on the position on the crates is just outside of the limits of this fireball. So yeah, you you do, you do can sculpt again. You can sculpt uh, Dreg, Shakara, Keek, and one of these ritual casters. And that is all you need to sculpt. And you still hit literally every other enemy. Perfect. This is where a fireball shines in situations like this. Yes, very good. Nice job. Well, especially being an evocation wizard, for sure. Yeah. So one deep sign and both grails pass. Well, it's not going to make a tremendous difference because it's 14 damage. Ugh. Yeah. There was a lot of ones and twos in there. Ugh. That is enough to take down deep sign three. Nice. And this fourth deep scion next to a Shakara. Very nice. Very nice, but now they're all spread out for my lightning. Dang it. <laughs> oh, well. D2's, like, unhit. He's probably tearing into a guy right now. Keek is up. Uh, he's just going to keep magic missiling here. D5. Is that a ranged spell, like, with the guy right up on him? It is, but magic missile always hits. Huh. there you go. I always forget that. Even though it's ranged, it still auto-hits. Is that the same with having a scroll of magic missile? Like, we always, it always works. Yep. Cool. And Keek downs another deep scion here with his magic missiles. Three boy, darts Keek. just piercing its bodies. Uh, the scions are next. There is only one left. It focuses attention to Keek. Two claws and one bite. Oh, God. 
Those are all going to hit. No. Oh, no. 26 damage, and Keek goes down. No, Keek. How far away is he from me? Mia, back to the top. All right, is this, you said NPCs die, die, but, like, can I go spare the dying with You can absolutely try to do it. Okay, so I'm going to run all the way up next to Keek and park myself on top of these dead scions, basically. Why don't you do a medicine check? 18. You see that the last two claws of the scion did indeed land two fatal blows after rendering him unconscious. Keek's throat has been completely torn from his body. Oh my gosh. Disgusting. Sounds nasty. So he's non-revisable? Revivable? He is non... You can't stabilize him. Of course, if you had Revivify, you could still utilize that spell, but he is dead. I don't have uh, any spell slots for that. Okay, so... Grell 2 and 3 and Deep Scion 2 that is left standing are all within 5 feet of a point right in the middle here. I'm going to call lightning right there. So they all need to do deck saves. The last Deep Scion fails. Grell 1 passes, Grell 2 fails. That is 35 damage. Jesus Christ. It's like having my own little fireball, except twice as powerful. Yeah, I don't think that's a fair comparison. Based on <laughs> the fireballs I throw. The last deep scion is just. You see him shake as this lightning lances through his body and it just crumples to the floor, kind of smoke and the burning fish smell coming from his body. But the two Grell are still alive. And they now turn to you, Mia. Mm hmm. I expected that. Letting go of the anchor, swarming you. I got this, I think. Uh, they lash out with two tentacles and each of their beaks. Disgusting. Tentacle hits. Uh, sorry, tentacle misses. Ooh, and the beak attack is a 22. Okay, I'll use my Wrath of the Storm on that guy. You take 10 piercing. And yet, yeah, you want to use your reaction? Yep, so Wrath of the Storm, um, they do a deck saving throw. Or they take 2d8 thunder damage. 18 for the the deck save. Okay, so half. That's uh, four points of damage. The other growl again in with the tentacle. 23 to hit. Eight piercing. And can you make a constitution saving throw, please? Am I by Shakira? Shakira. No, I'm not. You're a little outside of her aura. 21. You are good. Follow up with a beak that does just kind of glance off of your armor. Shakara. These Grell have now lowered to Mia's height and are within melee range. I will run over to the Grell and whack on him. Chop some tentacles off. Yeah, I'm going to try to. Oh, I'm going to guess an 11 doesn't hit him. It does not. And I'll try again, and this time I'll get a 17. Is that good? <laughs> That's good. With, with my backswing? I mean, just barely, but... <laughs> that is 11 points of damage. Still floating there. Just kind of bobbing. Did I take a tentacle off at least? Sure, yeah, absolutely. You've cut off one of its many <laughs> tentacles. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to remove a tentacle. And you take it and you beat him with his own tentacle. How far could I throw my quiver of scrolls? You uh, you could potentially throw it probably up to 30-ish feet, maybe more, depending on your athletics check. 
would you allow me to do that or would that be my action? Um, that would, uh, that would be, well. Bonus action? Yeah, bonus action. No, that would be your action. If your turn is done, then shaft is up. Okay, can I see from where I'm standing that grill number three, or is he obscured by the... I would say he's probably got uh, three-quarter cover, so he's got a plus five to his AC. But number two, fully inside of you. Um, I'm going to leap down, run over by these bookshelves, and as I do so, I'm going to pull out the longbow and notch an arrow and the shot. That is a 21 to hit. 18 points of damage. That one's been hit, so it's Colossus Slayer. And that is enough to arrow through this brain-like body of this strange beaked creature, and number two goes down. Okay. Then I'm going to take notch another arrow really quick, and I'm going to try to shoot right down its beak. Oh, well, that's not going to hit. That's a 11. 11 just misses. Dreg. He moves up and around next to Shaft. And it's just going to finish off the the uh, Grell number three here with a magic missile. Cannot miss. Definitely cannot roll low enough to not <laughs> kill it. Very close to being dead. And we can drop out of initiative. Woo! All right. <gasps> Way to go, team. My gosh. We need to get this going. The other one is down. Quick, do you guys do you guys know the incantations? And I, like, face all the little wizards in the corner. And yeah, you see them all kind of nod, and Dreg walks up and says, Yes, the, this is what's left of our, our original team, and, and of course the reserves for the Knowledge Center. What You say the, the keeps is down. What, what is the situation there? There was an attack, and uh, unfortunately, Geneva is a, has been found to be a traitor. She was a deep scion, and there's only one remaining ritual caster that's, that's maintaining what's left of the shield right now. My word! What? What if? What are the other elders in the keep? What is going on? And as and as as he's kind of speaking to you, he's kind of ushering for uh, some of these ritual casters to get you know get their ass in gear and start doing their ritual here around. Yeah. As the five of them clump around uh, the the anchor, kind of you know off center from where it was originally sitting after the growl dropped it, but they get it going, and you immediately see the five different sections start to spin independently of each other, and this beam of light shoots up through it and through the glass ceiling up into the sky. Dreg, hurry, take the three extra guys. You're needed down in the keep. There was only one caster left and there were other wizards that were willing to help and try to learn, but it's it's not looking good. Yes, uh, thank you all for your help. Uh, I can get us to the keep. I mean, we can escort you if you need no, it. No need, I, I can teleport us there. What will the four of you do now? Uh, what, and he kind of, again... So you're at the top of this knowledge center and glass all around you. You have a fairly clear view of kind of the front gates and the battlefield going down there. And from the windows, you see the the advancing force of this front line and this kind of slow wave of bodies that seems to just be rolling forward from this kind of zoomed out vantage point that you all have. You now see that many of the cannons, they've been pushed into the city limits along with dozens of the barrels that you witnessed, the cultists moving outside of the of, of the safety shell that was thrown up. But now these barrels, they have what looked like, like some type of pump on them, a long hose connected to the spouse, and they're being manned, a few quick pumps, and you see what looks like a spray of, of black liquid being washed over the fallen. 
the bodies, they begin to twitch and spasm, rising from the dead. Bleach-white barnacles and boils sprout from exposed skin, and newly formed drowned join the advancing force further into the city, their numbers swelling with every death. Dreg turns to you, Sill, mid-sentence. Surely there's something we can do. Uh, The safety shell may be not enough. Please, I I beg of you... Not for the ones that are already in the city. What do you suggest? What what should we do? I I, I do not know. My job is to get the shell up, and I will do it. If if there's anything that you, you, the four of you can help with, I know I'm asking quite a lot, but we are all in this together now. Everyone in the city is at risk. How many fireballs do we have left? I've used all my scrolls. I I can still cast a, a couple, but that is it. I still have mine. I will give it to you. You see, you see, Dreg. He kind of okay. He's like kind of nodding his head as you're formulating this plan. He just motions to the three, uh, the other three ritual casters that are have not started on this an- this second anchor, and he just mumbles a quick sentence, and the four of them just disappear out of existence. That is pretty legit. At least they will keep any more from getting in. But we must deal with those that are here. Yeah, Leland, I want to I wanna look out from the rooftop and see, like, how many are we looking, like, are through the shield, like, where the shield would be. Yeah, you all want to do a quick uh, perception, maybe get a quick count here. 16 for Mia. 11 for Shakara. 15 for Shaft. 17 for Falzerin. Uh, Falzerin and, and Mia, you probably get, you know, a quick count. And it is quite difficult from this... I mean, you're still fairly far away from the, the main gate, right? As though the battle is getting closer and closer to you in the middle of this city. But it does look like, based on what you saw outside of the gates, about maybe half of that standing force has made it and filtered in to into the city limits but again it is continually growing as they are raising not just fallen Heracleonians but also their own dead just reanimating them and adding them to their numbers but you see that the defending wizard force of Heraclion has also grown uh, again more more shouts of, of battle of thunder waves and shatters and piercing missiles of magic and an eruption of fireballs the only thing that are preventing this tidal wave of Kralikina worshippers from, from flooding the city. How many of these barrel things do we see? Are they pretty massive, or are they just, uh, like, on a cart? They are. They look like it's just, they're not being anything. They're just being hauled around by um, members in, in black robes, uh, just kind of behind the lines, very along, uh, way at the, the back, like, where the cannons basically are set up and firing from. They're just kind of following the carnage and just spraying down the dead. How many cannons are there? <sighs> Looks like about half of what you saw lined up have, have been pushed and wheeled into the city here, so upwards of uh, 20-ish. Holy crap. Yeah. We need to take out those guys with the barrels, or they're just going to keep on bringing them back. It's true. If we have any chance at, at beating this force, I agree. We, we need to stop them from reviving the dead. Let's figure out a way to get behind the uh, the front lines there and take these guys out. Yes, I like that idea. Mia chugs another uh, healing potion. Yeah, I will as well. Good thinking. I take that piece of paper out and I look at Shakara and I go, this was on Geneva. Is this a page that was missing from the book that we found? Unfortunately, I do not have enough energy to cast the spell required to read that right now. 
Let me see the book. All right, so I reach into my bag of holding, pull it out, hand it over to Shaft. Open it up, see if it, the page fits. Is this important right now? It does seem to line up with the tears along the inner spine of this book. I put, I leave the page in there. I shut it up, I hand it back to Falzer, and I go, Why did Geneva have it if it came out of Alomar's book in his private library? She must have known. I wonder if Geneva pulled that page out of the book before she was turned to a deep scion. Interesting. All right, let's go kill some guys with barrels. Leland, do I see any barrels within 120 feet? No, no. Okay. I uh, I chug my potion of heroism. So that means I get 10 temporary hit points for an hour. And then the, sp- the blessed spell affects me for the hour as well. All right, let's, let's go see if we can get behind the lines and, and surprise them from behind. I can bring my storm. It lasts 10 minutes. Happen to be a spiral staircase that goes down with the banister. <laughs> just a sl- zip slide yeah. down there. <laughs> yeah, you get down five stories sliding down this spiral yeah. banister. <laughs> falls around and follows him and, I'll and do the next check. gets to the bottom. <laughs> How much time do you think is left on my call lightning? Like eight minutes or something? Let's see. Oh, a lot of time, yeah, yeah. A lot of time. So you yeah, you get down to the base floor and it seems like the the number of people that have been, you know, grabbing quivers and, and running to the fight has completely slowed down as now doesn't look like anybody is leaving the keep there's still all of these students just huddled uh you know the the blasting of the cannon fire and the, and the incantations of spells just you can even hear from the outside of it and you get outside and you see that from the keep the light beam is looks like it is strengthened now yes uh, been added to and the dome itself is seeming again taking on that more uh transparent that you had witnessed from the outside of it and actually up in the air, you see what looks like Tenchi and Hef riding a giant vulture. As you see them dip down through the dome, followed by what looked like three Grell. And as they swoop down, the three Grell following just bonk into this dome. Seems they've just made it into it as it solidifies. And this vulture looks like much like a shaft and falls in a witness in bitey just looks like the outline of, uh, of an ink caricature that looks 2d but clearly has three dimensions to it and you see them tenchi just holding on to the the neck of this vulture and they're just swooping down on some of these legions of, of drowned and cultists trying to add to the fight yes that that is epic before we ran outside i want to say to anybody that we see Protect those in the tower. Do not let anything happen to them. And and Falzrin, if there's any additional quivers or spells around, he's going to ask if he can have them. I don't know if they're all spoken for, but... There is one one quiver left. Uh, there, are, there are two quivers left, and you see the librarian. She kind of slings one over herself at Shakara's words. And yes, Will, if you, if you take it and you're going, she will offer it to you. Okay, excellent. Thank you. I, I will make the best use of these spells as I can. Thanks, uh, what was your name again? Oh, it's Janella. Janella. Aw, Janella. So it's composed of the same uh, spells as, as the... Yes, the same six scrolls, yeah. Let's see if we can flank around these guys. And go out the door, and is, is there clearly like a big hunk in the middle of the city, or are they all spread out across the hole? You, from, from your vantage point, uh, 
again, there are still like buildings uh, closer to the gate are just completely rendered rubble by the cannon fire and others are on fire. And you can see the the kind of the, it is the, taking this wider and wider swath as they move further and further into the city. But there is a very clear, distinct concentration of this force still as they're just coming into the gate and, and basically spreading in, in, a, in a burning hand fire cone out further and further into this city. So our plan here is to sneak around these guys, right? And try to take out these guys in the back. Tenshi has given me an idea. I do not know if my eagle could carry all of us, but at least some of us may be able to fly to the back. Well, you know I can fly. It'll only last a minute, though. My giant wasp wouldn't be able to carry me with it. <laughs> What's the size of your giant wasp? I think even even a giant wasp is only medium. It's a medium beast. Because we're trying to get behind the like little guys, right, and get to the cannons and barrels. Yeah, we need to sneaky, yeah. sneaky. I don't think that's too sneaky. I mean, I can I can cast my spell and we can sneak there quickly. It would be faster than running. But yes, we would not have any surprise advantage. I think they'll know we're coming, because I look up and point to the big storm cloud. Uh, that's following me. <laughs> well, who knows how smart they are. Okay, I mean, it is storming out already. But, you know, now we're in a dome where the lightning and rain aren't coming in, but my storm is following me. So it's just a little obvious. I cast Pass Without a Trace and start running around trying to avoid people and say, Let's go! Okay, so we're going to run around the outskirts of the We benefit from it whether we want to or not. All right. Okay, so (laughs) I I will say that trying to flank this opposing force will certainly take longer than the duration of Mia's storm. And you basically have two choices out of this keep. You either go left or right. You know Shaft uh, and those that have been to Tenderman's left would be down towards Tenderman's. Turning right would be down to Falzern's house in the evocation district with the moat and stuff. So you can you kind of have two options here in which you want to which direction you think you might want to go and try to flank. Oh, I really want to use my storm. Well, zap people on our way. Okay. Let's go down yeah. by the moat. But I would say avoid the moat so we don't have to cross it. No, it'd be on. We're on this this side of it. We could there. We could probably stay on this side of it, right? To and still be able to flank them, or or no? Do you think it'd be too close? Depending how de- depending how far the forces have made it. If they have, if the forces have made it to that moat, which you cannot see from your current vantage point, then there there will be no other place for you to get around them. You have more city to your left. You all know that for sure. Uh, because of that moat. Well, if we make it down to the evocation area and we can't get over the moat, we could take a pit stop at my house and get my dragon um, and bring him <laughs> with us. <laughs> I was like, why are we going to your house? <laughs> Why don't we go? Why don't we go left? Uh, there's there's more city that way. Who knows how far they'll have made it? And if we go towards the evocation area, we, we might get blocked off at the, at the water. By Tenermans, let's go. Yeah, let's go on a jog. We're gonna run run down that direction and see is as Alstoff out as we're running by his uh, factory. So running through the streets too, you see that people are. Again, there's still there's kind of panic in the air as they are either running to or from the knowledge center. Some of them seem to be heading north up towards the keep 
Uh, many of them are just seeking refuge as the, the, the city's fires are kind of slowly starting to catch on some of the southernmost buildings. And you get to Alstoff Tinnermans, and you see that it, it looks like his windows and door have been barricaded from the inside. So we think he's in there. There doesn't look to be any lights on either, but somebody in there has certainly pushed some furniture and, and, and what they could against the vulnerable windows and entryways. Chef, do you think he'd come out and help us? Well, I, I think we'll yeah run back where the warehouse area is. There's a There was a door back there. I'll go back and bang on that door as we're running by to, and still trying to avoid, you know, being seen. Okay. And yeah, so if you recall, the, the back here had the, the man door and then the one big roll-up bay door, both of which are closed. And you see even the windows that flanked either side of this man door have been covered and kind of boarded over. And as you bang on the door, you hear what looked like, what sounds like, like metallic clinking and clanking. And Tinderman, you hear Tinderman's voice yelling out in that high-pitched, Who's out there? G- get away from my store! It's, it's me! It's, it's, it's Shaft! We need, we need you to come out and help us fight this off! Come out? Is Paul, is Paul with you? I'm not coming out anywhere! Yeah, Paul's here! Tell him you're here, Paul. <laughs> Why who's, are you stopping? Who's Paul? If he was going to fight, he'd already be out. Let's go! I understand, Shikara, but he might have some cool things we could use to fight. Elstoff! He would be using them if he was going to. We need to go. Listen, uh, we're safe in here. Maybe I can let you and Paul in. It sounds like there's more voices out there, but I'm safe right here. I'll stay right, I'll stay right, we'll stay right here inside. Okay, stay safe. He is obviously a coward. Let's go. And I go. He's not going to be of any help. You think he's not going to give us any stuff? He's protected himself to stay alive. Let's go. Okay, let's go. And we'll head down towards where we think some of these guys with the the barrels are and try to see if we can sneak up. And you keep heading east and east until the sounds of combat are just faint echoes to your position. And then you continue to travel south, kind of mimicking the way that you came up from from north when you were outside of the walls this time on the inner city and you you come down in south and then continue to head west again trying to get lower and down below some of this front line you see that even this far east there have been uh, you know a few of these cultists and deep scion and drowned making their way not in any type of organized numbers but enough for some of the citizens of the of the city to to be able to gang up on, and you see some of some of these wizards just blasting two drowned that have made it this far uh, from from basically opening like shuttered windows, you know, kind of in this in this alley, catching these two unaware. So the citizens do seem to be fighting back and are capable of uh, capable of defending themselves in, in some type of way. And as you continue westward, you you know the the. The combat and the cannon fire becomes louder and louder. And you do see a cluster of five robed figures carrying two barrels, pumping it and just spraying, looking for bodies to spray this black liquid onto. They don't seem to have noticed you. Okay, I'm gonna attack them. Is my storm cloud still up? Your storm is dissipated now. Oh, shit. Let's shoot him with a bow. 
I'll give you, you guys, uh, yeah, we can roll initiative. You can get a surprise around here. Everybody, let's go. 12 for Falzerin. 19 for Mia. 16, Shakara. 21 for Shaft. You're up, Shaft. Okay. Uh, take the bow and try to pop this guy right in the back. That is a 13 to hit. That's a hit. Oh, good. That's uh, nine points of damage. And just one bow, much like some of the crewmen that you had fought on the Rising Three when you were taking it over. These, he seems to go down very easily. Okay, and do I see another one that's pumping within range? Oh yeah, there's still four of them going. All right, I'll take another shot. That guy, twenty-five to hit, ten points of damage. <laughs> another one falls. Another one bites the ooze. Another one bites the ooze. Well, not quite, because he's not standing back up with full of barnacles. Mia, you're next. Okay, and then if I were to cast um, Sleet Storm, which has a 40-foot radius, would I catch any other? You catch all. You'd catch all three for sure. All right, let's uh, let's use my scroll of Sleet Storm. Let's go ahead and cast that. So, um, freezing rain and sleet fall in a 20-foot tall cylinder with a 40-foot radius centered on a point. So I'll center it on the guy in the middle. And uh, the ground and area is covered with ice, making it difficult terrain. They do a deck saving throw on entering, but that's not going to count right now, right? So the attack is a dex save of 16 DC. They all fail. Okay, they all fail, so that is... <laughs> Four, five, and a six. <laughs> so they, they fall prone. You knock all three of them right on their ass. Shakara. Can I run up to them? Am I close enough? Because of the Sleet Storm's difficult terrain, you do not have the movement to get up to them in a single move action. I can dash and get up to them and then not attack? Absolutely. I will do that. Fawzi. All right, I'm going to um, use Eldritch Blast, and we'll see what um, the first beam does, and then see if I need to target someone else. That is a twenty adjusted 20 to hit. Seven points of damage. Your blast just wrecks a third of these cultists. They are on the back line for a reason. Uh, that's going to be a hit. That's uh, 25. And 7 again. There you go. One remaining. Uh, would be the cultists, but this was a kind of your surprise around here. So back to the top. Uh, they don't get any actions or reactions. Shaft, back to the top with you. One left on the ground. Okay. Uh, stay back at a distance and notch another arrow and... and uh, Try to plant this right in his neck. Oh, crit. Nice. <laughs> That's so good. I don't know. I don't know if you'll have the, uh, have enough should to I, kill him. Should I even add it up? Let's just no, say he's, he's <laughs> right, right where you were aiming, right through his neck. As he's trying to, he's got one hand on the pump about to lower it, and he's flat on the ground, bleeding out from an arrow in his neck. Do I see any Sick. any other creatures that are have been affected by this black ooze or anybody else that's fighting? Not in the immediate area. Okay. Alright. So Shakara runs up there and goes to attack and there's an arrow that flies right past her and kills the last guy. <laughs> I just turn around and look. I'll go, okay. don't get the black stuff on him. Let's get rid of these barrels somehow. If we dump it out, it'll just these guys will just raise back up. Can we just light it on fire? I don't know. I think we need to at least pull the bodies away from it and then dump it out so they can't push it on to other people. 
I will get out my tinder and flint and try and catch it on fire, see if it burns. Uh, it doesn't, because it's water. Ah. Huh. Like it's black water. It was worth trying. Move the bodies away and then hammer the hell out of these things. At least they can't push them around and spray it on people. Yeah, can we just break the barrels open with like a hammer or something and... Yeah, if you want to smash them and dump it and spill the contents away from any of these bodies, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably our best bet. Yeah, let's get the dead bodies away and then empty the barrels. Or we could just take the barrel away from the dead body. Well, are they heavy? Like, what's heavier, a barrel or the person? You saw them moving, and the four of you will easily be able to move uh, the barrels away from them for sure. Move the barrels and dump them. And you spill the contents. Okay, great. Not on any rabbits or anything. (laughs) Nothing. Not a single living thing here. Not a single previously living thing here able to be affected by dumping the contents. Nice. And and then I think we we look for the next set. Yeah, let's keep going. Let's let's keep running. Or a cannon or whatever. You are able to find uh, one, another kind of similar organization uh, on the outskirts of this battle still, which you are easily, clearly able to dispatch and be able to spill and dump the contents of three more of these barrels. And now the the sounds of the battle, you can see 200 or so feet ahead of you where the front lines are now and where uh, it seems like some of these, these back, the people in the back have started to pile the dead uh, yet to be sprayed upon. And the, the cannon, you see about four cannons in sight as well. And you're getting closer and closer to the heart of the battle. So uh, as we're going through, uh, can we look out the gate that's been smashed down that's now protected by the dome and see what remains outside of the walls? You are still nowhere near the front okay. gate. You're still kind of flanking uh, along, uh, moving west, right? So you're still quite a ways from the gate, especially I imagine you're, you're kind of right up against the the southernmost wall, right, to mm-hmm. the city. So you can't quite right. see what's out and what's left on the out of the, out, out of the gate yet. How many people are in these piles-ish? Uh, you see a couple of piles with about half a dozen of bodies each. There's a mix of, of dark-clad robed figures and, you know, other, peop- other figures in robes uh, that are more colorful, like greens and reds and that kind of thing. So it seems like a mix of both sides. Just any dead, they're, they're grabbing. Falzerin, can we light these bodies on fire? Like, fireball the crap out of them. Let's get a little bit closer. Let's make it so they can't be revived. Let's go. Yeah, we can do that. You too, Shakara. Breathe that fire. I do not have the energy to do that anymore right now. Okay, well, if we all give Falzer in our fireballs things. Save your spells on the dead things. Let's go get dissipate these barrels, get rid of these barrels, and try to find Erica and Chucky. They're just going to spray them and create more problems Not if we get rid of the barrels. Shaft, can you shoot a flaming arrow into the pile of bodies? I guess. Here, light it up, and I'll take an arrow out and stick it on the end. Good thinking, Shakara. Flint, light up the arrow. (laughs) The arrow doesn't light with just a turner of flint. Okay, well, I'm going to wrap something around it and pour a little bit of oil on it. There you go. Okay, sure, yeah. You get a flaming arrow that... Shaft, you can launch. You want to fire it? All right, I'll chuck it into the bodies. Okay. Why don't you roll a roll a roll it to hit for me? Two hundred. Uh, that's a nineteen. Yeah, you you hit. You stick it into this pile of bodies. I have a bottle of oil here. Who's who's the best at throwing? <laughs> oh, Falzerin. It's. I don't think it's me. Shakara, Mia, you're pretty strong. 
Shaft. I mean, I'm willing to try. Give it to me. What are you, are you lighting like a Molotov cocktail here or what? Well, this this oil is flammable. Uh, if we throw it into the, and it breaks on these bodies, we might be able to light them on fire. Would I think that I, that would work, Leland? <laughs> it would work a lot better than shooting a flaming arrow into a pile of bodies. Yeah. <laughs> also, oh, wait. keep in mind, like, you're, you're like hundreds of feet away still, right? So yeah. if you want to physically throw a bottle of oil or dump it on a pot, you need to get right after the bodies. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll take another rag and I'll stuff it in the end of the bottle of oil. Okay, hang on to that, and let's keep sneaking, attacking these barrels, and if we get closer, <laughs> yeah. we'll do that, okay? That's right. Maybe their loved ones would like to bury their bodies. <laughs> let's go! <laughs> there's a there's another barrel over there. Let's go. Can you all roll me a stealth check, please? Still under the effects of Pass Without Trace. 27. 26. So 14. Wow. <laughs> you are able to get up onto a third cluster uh this group has two barrels with them and again get the jump on them and dispatch them and and dump the contents of these barrels and now you are you've you've have the distance to this this pile of bodies uh set behind this uh approaching line of, of four cannons so about a hundred or so feet away from the people manning the cannons and you see them just firing into the city just at anything that moves it seems and Tenshi above on this giant vulture, still swooping down and avoiding cannon fire. What a beast. That's Tenshi. awesome. Okay, you want a sneaky sneak? Oh, still yeah. Still under pass with a trace. Let's oh, yeah. everyone do another stealth check here. Fudge. 25. Oh, 16. Thank good for goodness for pass without a trace. 22. So, <laughs> that is um <laughs> the same I rolled last time. An eight and a four, so that would be 14. You get up within about 30 or 40 feet behind these now. Now you're behind this line, which is now you're the back line. So the back line is no longer basically at the southernmost point of this city as it is uh, approaching. There's kind of this this kind of uh, dead space between the walls itself and now the back where the cannons lay. And you are there. You are in this dead space. And you sneak up on this group of four cannons, two of uh, two, two black robe cultists manning each of them. And let's uh, let's go with the same initiative. Why not? Because you guys get this sneak uh, surprise kind of round as anyway. So Shaft, you are up. You see the, the barrels of each of these cannons are glowing red in anticipation of firing. So I'm going to I'm going to go to the one farthest to the side and to the back, so when he drops, it will be less likely that the others will see uh, him go down. So that's a 21 to hit. Yeah. That is six points of damage. Ooh, very good. Not quite enough to down him, but mortally wounded. So second attack, I'll try to split that arrow in his skull. 22, nine points of damage. Yes, you, on point, on target, you split that arrow, driving the second one further into his brain. (laughs) Bye. I'm going to move over. I'm going to go about right here. Okay, Mia, you're up. They're all glowing, and from my memory, that means they're, like, about to shoot next turn, right? Yeah, They're glowing red, which is is the bad one. Fire, bad one. They're all in a 40-foot radius. I'm going to use a spell of Sleet Storm and knock them all prone, hopefully. Wow. Okay. Kind of works out well, hopefully. 
Looks like four of the remaining seven are able to stay on their feet. Three of them slip prone. Are you moving, Mia? Um, no. Shakara. Uh, I'm going to attempt the magic missile scroll. Okay. So, because magic missile is not on your class's spell list, you must make an intelligence saving throw equal to DC uh, 10 plus the spell's level, which is 2 because it is a second level missile. So 12. DC 12 intelligence saving throw. And I get my plus 4, right? Yep. That puts me to a 13. Oh, there you go. You successfully <laughs> use up. Damn it! Nice. You successfully use up. <laughs> you successfully Just use barely. up. Scroll magic. So four darts hit targets of your choice uh, of your choosing. Okay, I'm gonna hit the. I'm gonna follow Shaz lead and hit the ones that are farthest back. So it would be the two on the left of us. Uh, so I rolled a four, a three, a three, a three. So you're sending two at each one. Two at yeah. two different targets. Yeah. Beauty. Just enough to take down two of these cultists uh, on one of these cannons. Now this cannon unmanned. So you've got a solid 20 feet in front of you that is unobscured by the sleet storm. Yeah. So I could make it to, like, here? Perfect. Yeah, you get uh, to within about 10, 10 feet of some of these cultists, absolutely. Falsy. I'm going to use one of my um, scrolls of fireball. What? More unpredictability <laughs> by the party. Holy. <laughs> Who knew? Gasp. Yeah, so I should be able to target all of them. worthy for sure. I mean, if you're <laughs> handing it out. Don't say Leland never gives us things. I mean. Yeah, this is pretty epic. Um, all right, so deck saves all around. Oh, the prone guy. The prone guy obviously failed, and uh, one of these to kind of your left manning this cannon also fails, but the other ones do pass. Come on, roll big. Uh, 30, 31. Ooh. <laughs> I beat my record. You just completely, even the ones that save, you just obliterate yes. all of them with this fireball. And you see these these cannons, the, the glow recedes as they are no longer being manned. All can right. we aim the cannons at the bad guys? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, can we go up to the cannons and see if we can figure out how they work? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, can I uncast the sleet storm? <laughs> Uh, I think it lasts for the duration, however, but... Ugh! Okay. Yeah, it'll just take us a little bit longer to get there. Oh, the fireball melts it away! Perfect! All right, let's go! <laughs> Actually, that's a very good point. <laughs> <laughs> so now you are kind of, you know, ankle-deep in puddle from the combination <laughs> of the sleet storm and the fireball. All the cannons. Dead cultists. Yeah, dead cultists floating around. <laughs> so you want to just get onto these cannons. So... Uh, some of you have, have manned Ballista probably in the past. They work very similar. If we were in some type of combat, they would take three actions. You need to load, aim, and fire them, which is why there are always, you've seen them being manned by multiple people to make the efficiency of their use higher. So you could certainly each take one of these cannons, and they are on wheels, like you've seen. They're kind of on the the very bottom. Think of like a, the wheel of a ship, basically, right? But with casters is the very bottom that these these glowing or once glowing cannons were mounted on. And much like the ones on the Rising Three, you see them along the barrel. They basically have this whole section that spins, and there are three distinct choices of which you can choose when selecting which to fire. Now, the other thing um, 
I wonder if there are citizens around who we could get out of their houses to come man these while we continue our assault. Yeah, I think we push these up and find people to help us, and then we'll move on. Yeah, I don't really think we should each man one cannon ourselves, but we can definitely push them. Let's go find people. Push them where? Toward the f- toward the fight. We do not want to push them closer to the fight where they could be overtaken and used again by the evil. I say we leave them where they are. Okay, I just I just thought perhaps perhaps some Heraklion citizens could come out and man them and, and fire on. Do you have a way of contacting these citizens? Well, we, we could go knock on doors, I suppose. See if anyone's I home. I will attempt to fire, and one or two of you could attempt to knock on a door. Okay, while you guys argue, I'm going to take a few quick three actions and fire a fire cannon on these piles of bodies over there. <laughs> okay, absolutely. <laughs> Very good idea. And yes, the cannon fire erupts. These fire body, and like the body parts, like fly everywhere as they're burning, and and light them with the magic of this cannon. I see her do that, and I'm like, oh yeah, and I'm gonna fire one, <laughs> but I'm gonna fire it at the army in front of us. Okay, great. Yeah, you want to kind of hit the back line and attack from the again. You're still kind of on the outskirts, so you're not really at the heart of the battle. But yes, there are certainly targets within range. I feel like while we're out of initiative, we should just lay into it. These cannons have hundreds (laughs) of feet of range. And yes, you can sit there and just blast in to the ass end of this their their army. And you see the destruction that you're wreaking on the back end of this front line. The 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 line breaks and the Heracleonians are able to, to make it through and gain ground on this end. And you see some of these forces there themselves are doing kind of this flanking maneuver as you were laying down covering fire for them. And they're kind of curling around as well and getting into what was this this kind of dead man zone, right? And you see the... Yes. You kind of see the, the, the greater scope of this end of the battle is kind of like this circle that is starting to slowly close around the forces that are now trapped within this safety shell and the entirety of a city seemingly ready to rally themselves and fight for what is theirs. Heraclonians are really good. That word is really hard to say. Her- I practice Her- it quite <laughs> Heracleonians know how to fight, Falsy. <laughs> That's why I've been saying Heraclean citizens. <laughs> Falzerin, where did you learn to fight? <laughs> <laughs> At Heracleon school, and as <laughs> and as the as the Heracleonians circle around and get closer to you, you know they see the support that they're getting from the four of you. We kind of call them over to these. Absolutely, cannons. absolutely. And some of them come over, and yes, you can certainly like quickly show them and instruct them, and uh, two or three of the people each can get on some of these cannons and turn it against the invading force. Yeah, and like if we're loading more cover and cover, we can slowly move them closer and closer. Yeah, absolutely, to the battle. absolutely. And you see, yeah, they're being pushed and fired and pushed and fired, creeping with this encircling back end uh, skirmish. What yes. now? It's very clear that your efforts, uh, as excellent as they have been, are, have started to turn the tide of this battle. You've certainly stimmied much of the resurrection and the capabilities of forming new drowned, absolutely. Hey, Shaft, you're pretty sneaky. Like, go try to look out the front gate. See if you can see Erica. See yeah. if she's inside or outside. That's what I wanted to find out. If, did they make it in? Let's go. Okay. All right, we're behind you. Head, I'm going to head towards the gate. 
Okay, yeah, and, and again, the ground you've now made with with this with the Heracleonians, uh, you're not far from the gate at this point, and you can get to it just kind of stepping over the warped and and uh, scorched metal of the gate, you know, as it was blown off of its hinges from the cannon fire. You get to the opening, and right up to you know the safe the safety shell you, you can just place your hand on but not pass through. You still see a, a fairly sizable force on the other side kind of a very close to where uh, you had originally seen them. And the cannons that were outside are still firing into the now fully protective safety shell. You still see on the the horizon, up on that elevated position, is Erica. She looks fuming. She looks angry. But now with her are Sardo and Chucky. And you see the three of them are just kind of conversing as they're shouting at some of the forces down below them. Etc. So it doesn't look like they have uh, made it into the city themselves. They're still on the outside, outside of it. As it's very clear that they are in some type of commanding, some type of leadership role. Uh, seems seems strange that they would have been in that first wave of attackers, right? Like right. they're they're the generals, so to speak. So certainly not not weird that they aren't here yet already. What's the um, if you had to like uh, divide these into two? percentages of the percentage of the force that came in in the first wave and the percentage that remains outside uh you could probably judge considering you saw the entirety of the force before they started uh creating more ground about maybe a little less than 50 percent still remains outside of the city walls okay that is better than i thought you were gonna say and that's no i thought he said about half earlier yeah are both beams uh still shooting up into the air Still look like they're going strong, absolutely. You guys, Heraclea, look, Hera- What? Busy, <laughs> <laughs> what's it? Slow down. The citizens of Heracleon are fighting with us. Erica's outside the bubble. Let's go. Let's just finish the job. Let's kill the guys in here and then figure out how to take care of Erica. That sounds smart, yes. Mia. Let's do it. Good plan. I almost said to Blave. <laughs> I suggest we, we fight our way uh, back towards where Dreg and Akeep and make sure, because he's got the way out. And uh, we can we can do two things. We can get out and maybe flank and, and take help take out the back army, but also uh, we can go check out that forking uh, cave. Tunnel. Forking tunnel. Watch your, watch your language. Okay, well, now that the dome is up, Shaft, we will need Dragon his ring. That's so right. if he's not willing to leave the incantations, I mean, we won't be able to go down there. That's right. We need to go talk to Drag. We mayhaps can make him see reason that it is in his best interest to let us out. True. Falzern, do what Dreg did and just, you know, talk us over there. Uh, how well, long will it be before we can uh, talk to Grimby? I look over at Mia. After probably a long night's rest, you know? Are, do we, are there more cannons out here? Yes, there are, but uh, the, the ones that you liberated have seemed to turn their fire on the still attacking cannons. And at this point, it's very clear that it's like mop-up duty is happening right now. It's very The, the battle is, is quite in hand for the Heracleonians. Beautiful. Yeah, I, you've got a good point, Shaft. Let's we let's head towards Dragon and um, and see what we can do next. Yep, I think that's the plan. Go back, 
Um, so I imagine you don't want to really cut immediately through the skirmish, which would be the quickest way. But you can, again, kind of circumnavigate where it's safe uh, around the residual battle and mm-hmm. make your way back up to the keep. Uh, yeah. As we're passing the the cannons that we liberated, who are now manned by citizens, I would try and relay some knowledge to them about how this black ooze works and about being careful of the dead being exposed to it because it will turn them. Excellent. And they certainly heed your advice. And you see one immediately narrowing in on another set of barrels. Unmanned, though, the barrels kind of left there as uh, fallen bodies around. They just open fire on this barrel <laughs> of the black ooze. <laughs> And as you're progressing around and just walking, there's like hundreds of dead, right? Like so many dead. It doesn't look like there are that many dead deep scions amongst the bodies. The citizens. Hmm. Hmm. So good that's to know. either good or bad. <laughs> um, all right. Well, noted, I guess. Noted. They're outside the bubble. Okay. They put the cultists in the first wave and the deep scions in the second wave. The deep scions are people of higher power, and so therefore not the foot soldiers sent in first. Maybe, True. yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's not what I, that's not what I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's getting at the fact that the deep scions are secretly meeting somewhere. Or there's not that many of them in existence in Heraklion is is what I'm going to keep telling myself. (laughs) (laughs) So you make it to the keep and you step inside and you can still hear, you know, again, that same kind of chorus of voices. It seems to have calmed down a little bit. Uh, On your way in, you see many people that have have come out and are, are basically viewing what is going down at the southernmost edge of their of the city. And they kind of turned to you and, well, what, what's going on down there? What, are we still safe up here? What's, what's happening? I, I think so. We, we've dealt a significant blow to those that made it into the city, and I think we've turned the tide. It, it shouldn't be much longer until the those who are fighting out there, the citizens, regain control of the city. Battle is at hand. Heraklion citizens really stepped up to the task. Yes, I will. We, we, we are a formidable and studious bunch. <laughs> I say I would sort of walk past them and go talk to, to go find Drag, because he's the one that's going to, uh, you know, let us know if we can get out of here, and, and maybe we, we can ask him to uh, give us a small force to help us. We can lead it as we get out of here after a rest. To go murder Erica, right? Yeah. Drag is not, <laughs> Drag is not in, uh, in the ballroom. With uh, the rest of the people. Yeah. Is he is he up? We'll go up to where the, the tower you is. You go right? up to the first, to, to anchor number one here. And yes, he is up there. And you do see that in addition to the three people that he teleported and the one person that you saved, the only one single person that you were able to save, very, very sad that the rest of them perished. How, how much better this fight would have went had you actually been able to save them. That... <laughs> <laughs> Rub it in. Whatever. He's up, there with the, with, he's up there with the three that he teleported and the one person that you were able to save. And uh, he had, in addition to a, a, a fifth person, a different person that he has kind of brought in. And you see there's kind of a group of them that he's showing them. And it looks like he's teaching them this ritual, this incantation that is being continuously. And you see that the, kind of that, this low murmur of, of the chant uh, in this room as you approach it. And again, yeah, he sees you enter and, and immediately... Walks up to you, you know, clapping a hand on whom whoever he sees first. Falzer, and I'm sure. 
My friends, yes, Falzern, of course. He beelines for Falzern. My friends, so we are successful. Yes, it, it, it seems that the battle is nearing an end, I hope. Uh, we've dealt significant blow to the force that's made it inside the walls. That is, that is good news. Seems like about half of the forces and the people in charge are outside of the shell. Your ability to keep the shield up may yet save the night. Well, that is what I designed it for. I'm glad to hear that it is working as it was intended. It looks like you you saw what happened to Geneva. Well, I, I see a strange creature. Tell me, that is Geneva. Yeah, that's Geneva. Yes, I'm, I'm afraid she was a deep scion. I don't, I don't know how long she had been turned, but she's not the Geneva that she once was. How ironic that her scheming to bring you here is the thi- the one thing that saved us. Well, I, I do think that the one thing that saved us all is the four of you. If I had not met you and made it into the city, then I don't know what would what would have happened. Speaking of that, it's not done yet. No, it is not. I I I, I don't know how many elders are left. I, I found, and you see his head kind of lower. I I found Gundar and Sybil. And the reserve team for the keeps anchor ritual. They've they've been killed. They're they're all dead. Killed how? Oh, their throats torn out. That's the deep scions, you guys. That's what they did to Keek. We found them in the lecture hall. We haven't we haven't we haven't had the time to do anything with their bodies yet. That must have been Geneva's doing. We need to burn the bodies. Who is left? Uh, I do hope that Alamar made it out of the port fine. I do hope more than just myself and our, my small group made it. I would not count on Alamar. I I don't believe I I don't believe he can be trusted. I think he has ulterior motives that are not in the best interest of Heracleon. No, he's not working with the Deep Scions and the people sieging this city, but he is not who he seems he is. That does surprise me to hear you say that. Uh, I've always known Alamar to have Heracleon's best interests at heart and in everything that he does. But, but, Shaft, please, you... It's not over. Do you have some type of idea? Do you, do you have some type of plan? Yeah, we need we need to get together a force and, and use your ring to get us back out. And then we can go up behind their forces and maybe take out their leaders. Yes, I, I think... Uh, I think it is time for Heracleon to take the offensive. You are right. Oh, I wish we could push those cannons down the stairs. The dome will protect us for the night. Maybe we can rest up and come up with a plan. Something, uh... Have you seen Isabella? I'm... I'm not... I don't think I know who that is. Who, who is this Isabella person? Ah, she's the newest of the elders. A, what? A, a sixth elder? Yes. Wow. They just inducted her the other night. That is quite peculiar, uh, very odd. Uh, maybe these words you speak of Alamar, perhaps I do not know him as well as I think. This seems very strange for him to agree to a, a break tradition like that. It was at Alamar's insistence. Exactly. We, who is this Isabella person? She's someone of great import, obviously. She is no one to be trifled with. I'm keeping my mouth shut after everyone we ever tell anything turns out to be a deep scion. We do not believe she can fully be trusted either. 
is she here in the keep? Do you know where? Do you know? Have you seen her? Uh, I, I found no one in in the elders in the elder section with their studies. She was staying in a room just south of the lecture hall. Well, I, I certainly searched all of the rooms. I, I did find one that looked to be occupied, but no inhabitant. We have not seen her in some time. I wonder if the city is safe for the night with this barrier up and, and we've turned the tide on those that have made it into the city. Perhaps it's worth venturing back to the path that led us through the barrier and investigating this fork. Exactly. Let's take a rest and, and do that when we uh, feel that we're ready to go at full strength. Jag, we're going to head to Alamar's office and, and I'll sleep there for the for the night. If anything happens, come and wake us up. Uh, of course, I have uh, much more teaching to I need to build uh, additional reserve teams and make sure we're up to par and able to maintain the safety shell. Should anything come up or any complications, you will be the first that I seek. And then I'm going to, you know, pat him on the back and walk out the door. I was going to say, does um, does Dreg look like he needs any healing? Dreg looks uh, very hurt from, yeah, the fight that he teleported away from still, absolutely. I have two first level spell slots, so I can cast healing word on him. You'll take it. Uh, yeah, we need we need <laughs> yeah. to keep Dreg alive, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast two healing words on him, so he gets um, okay, he gets six points and then nine points, so he gets um, fifteen points of healing. And I say, good job, Dreg. Here, keep up your strength. We need you. Oh, thank you. You just continue to help the four of you. Please, uh, in the morning, we can formulate a more of a plan here. I I certainly will seek your counsel for it. Well, thank you, Drag. I really appreciate everything you've done to keep Heraklion safe. It's going to be a long night, but I think uh, I trust that it's in your hands. It is in our hands, my friend. And he claps you on the shoulder once more and then turns to, to the group that he was teaching the rituals. To Alamer's office. Yeah, I think we'll head down there and once we all get in, we'll sort of maybe put a bar across the door or... or you can wedge a couple of chairs, there's some chairs in here in front of his desk and stuff. Yeah. I see Falzer in like figuring out what Gozer taught him and like <laughs> And then I'll cast alarm um right where it goes around where the door is on if it can go through both sides. So if somebody comes up to the door, it will ping me. Okay. Absolutely. What are the chances that Alamar is in his library right now? It's only one way I'd to say find pretty out. Slim. He was outside when the dome came down the first time. I mean, for him to survive the battle, get all the way back to the keep unseen, I... Should we check real quick before we sleep? I was going to sleep down there. Go take a look. And I go okay. over and hit the hit the thing on the floor and sort of hold my hand out like, go for it. Okay, I go down. All right, Shakar and Mia, do you want to be stealthy? Mia does not. I'm going to light a torch because I can't see otherwise because it's dark That's in there. Right? I'll, uh, I'll cast light on my hammer. I'll cast oh, okay. Light on my hammer. Okay. Yeah. Hey, remember, when you go around the corner, it could be a little dangerous. Well, there goes any stealth that we might have had. <laughs> the trap already <laughs> went off. I mean, unless you reset it, I guess. Shoot. Okay, I just keep going. Hammer's on. You get right up to the corner and are able to round it. And you see yep. the double doors still open. Into the room, and it looks like the killed blink dogs have not been touched since you were here. All right, and uh, I guess like 
with my light, I'll just walk back and forth, look. I'll go all the way back to the library. Is anyone anywhere? You do not detect any sign of anybody in Alamar's secret library. Shaft, it's all clear. You can come down here if you want. Okay. And then I lay down, curl up, go to sleep. All right, he's he's up there. Uh, how much of a... Are you giving a cursory glance here in the library? Are you doing... You want to do like a, a full-on search of the place? What are you doing here? Falzerin, knowing that he intends to spend eight hours here, I think he'd like to look a lot... Spend a lot more time looking at the remaining books on the shelf. Yeah, I mean, Mia feels pretty good. I would like to spend another hour and essentially like fall asleep reading some book or something. Uh, so as you are kind of combing over these shelves, you notice from the last time that you're here, they look a lot more empty. There are mm. very clearly a lot of books that are missing from these shelves. In fact, there are very few volumes that remain. Well, maybe that'll speak to something. What is there like a link? Someone has been here. Very clearly. And you you each kind of notice that some of the... Some of the titles that you've, you know, vaguely remember glancing over are missing. Uh, Shakara, you uh, recall seeing the, the set of manuals of Golem. They're no longer there. Okay. I'd also like to check the little secret compartment where he found his elixir. Sure. You can pop it open, you know, depress the little pebble switch, and it is still empty. Nothing on the desk that looks uh, of, of any interest. It doesn't look like anything on the desk uh, has, has changed since you all were here and, and took the books that were lying on it. No. I am wondering, since Geneva had that page from the book that we found here, if she did all along know of this library's existence, and she came and stole the other books that are missing. I mean, we told her where to find this place. Yes, we did, didn't we? Let us get some rest. We have a long day tomorrow. I have one more... I have just a little bit of energy left. I could try to detect magic in this place. Walk around for ten minutes. Guess it wouldn't hurt. Probably not a bad idea, yeah. Because can I cast detect magic as a ritual? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm going to detect magic as a ritual. I have a second level spell slot left anyway, but... I'll do detect magic in the um, library first, up by the desk, and uh, walk past all the books, kind of clear out that room. Making your pass through here, you don't detect anything. All right, and then I'll go back down the hallway to the blink dog area. Anything in there? You do not detect anything. I'm going to check the kennels as well. And in either of these kennels that kind of flank the, the main room with the, with the cages and the zombies, you don't detect any magic anywhere. Okay, no magic in this whole thing. So um, why don't we go back up to, to where Shaft has already started to rest, and I will, I will make another hut to protect us throughout the night. Do you want to take any of these books and put them in your bag? Are there any that, that look like titles I might be interested in, Leland, or...? What kind of stuff are you looking for? I mean, you've already made, you've all made some cursory glances down here. But yeah, you certainly do have yes. a little more time to investigate what, what titles are on the shelf. I would be specifically looking at um, religion and Thor and lore along those lines. Like the book that I saw, Celestial Beings one. Okay, you can make an investigation check. Falzern, what kind of thing you you think you want to look at? Perhaps if there's anything that that might be uh, that might tell me a bit more about 
warlock packs um, and um, archfey and and powerful beings, those sorts of things, um, and then anything that might tell me more about the other planes and this phlogiston and neogi or or extra planar beings. Neither of you find any more books than what you've already found on those stuff. Okay. Is there a common link between what books are left? Like, is it obvious that he doesn't care about this or this, you know, like certain topics? You can make an insight check. 26. No, it doesn't uh, immediately stand out that there's some type of common thread amongst what is left. If, if there is some type of uh, reasoning behind what was taken... Obviously, knowing what was taken would be much more easier to discern that reasoning, uh, whereas right. whereas what's left seems seems like very random topics and, and very seemingly mundane topics, uh, just considering this is supposed to be some type of secret library. One other thing I guess I would look for is anything to do with alchemy or um, plants, uh, looking basically for something that might include a description of the snow bloom flower and and more about it and what it might be used for sure you certainly do find some type of uh, alchemical book uh, it's it's basically like you stated kind of a, a an encyclopedia of different types of uh, vegetation and plants and some of their uses and that kind of thing okay perfect so i will take that it's uh, it's titled the wizard's almanac all right let's go back up and get in your Hut. Perfect. Okay, so I will um, I will ritual cast uh, Lehman's tiny hut where Shaft is sleeping, and we can all bed down in that for the night. Can you believe what just happened? Yeah, nothing shocks me anymore. I really do like the intro and outro music. Yeah, it's Josh Jarvis. You can uh, contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. And the ambient sounds from Tabletop Audio really draw me into the story. Yeah, they're pretty good. Would you happen to know how to contact anybody from the party? Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to, but yeah, they're all over the damn place. They're on Twitter at Encourageable Par, Instagram and Facebook as Encourageable Party, and they got a website with a bunch of crap on it, too. EncourageableParty.com? Yeah, I think that's it. What about merchandise? Yeah, it's on the website. What about NPCs and maps of Aspara? Yeah, it's on the website. What about information about giveaways and links to the episodes? Yeah, yeah, it's all on the website. What about a good shepherd's pie recipe? There are no good shepherd's pie recipes. Well, mayhaps their sponsor, Critical Hit Design, will have some. Well, if you eat it, you'll have some happy adventuring. <laughs>